Welcome to the Ruth Speaks podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the seeking believer who understands that the pursuit of God is not about perfection, but rather about strengthening our faith and commitment to the Father. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Keisha Robertson, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. All right, how many times have we said, he made me mad, she made me mad, I'm going to get back at you, talked about doing something to someone who might have upset us, said something in response to someone who might have said something we didn't like, or even done something in response to something that was done to us. In any event, or in any situation rather, at the end of the day, we just always need to remember that we can never and will never be able to control every single thing that ever happens to us. But we can and do, however, have a hand in how we always respond. Of course, if you hadn't figured it out just yet, that's really going to be what I want to talk to you all about today. The whole idea of understanding that sometimes things are just going to happen that we can't control, even if they're not good things, pleasant things, things we like, things we enjoy, but nevertheless, they may happen. And in response to that, it really is up to us to an extent and for the most part to decide, keyword decide, on how it is that we are going to respond to whatever is happening to us, whatever has happened to us. So I kind of like to coin the phrase for today's podcast episode to be, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Now, hey, look, I wasn't always where I am today, so I have in the past enjoyed a good rap song here or there. So the caption phrase that I gave, or that I mentioned rather just a second ago, comes from a song by a rapper who's deceased now. His name was DMX. And the song talked about how he was going to lose his mind and go all out and act a fool. Those are the little words, act a fool, right? It was a very, very popular song. And to be honest with you, probably very appropriately summarized how sometimes people feel and actually may say in response to things that may be done to them. But again, I go back to the idea that at the end of the day still, there's a level of control that we have when something happens with how we choose to respond to that thing. So the word of God says in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Amen. So I want to reemphasize the last part of that verse, the part that says that the Spirit of God gives us self-discipline. So as believers, in taking that part of the verse and applying it to our everyday walks, our everyday journeys with God, because we possess the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of us, we have the ability to exercise self-discipline. So even in terms of exercising this discipline that is a part and extension of the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us, 
We have to conscientiously make a choice to engage in that self-discipline. So it goes back to what I said a few minutes ago. At the end of the day, no matter what happens to us, we always have a handle in how we respond to that. We have the innate ability to govern ourselves accordingly. You may not always get it right, but we have the innate ability to work toward how we want to respond to something that happens to us, particularly something that we don't like or that doesn't feel good. So why is it important for us to remember this? Well, my thinking is this. If we know that what happens to us doesn't define us, then we can take this idea and with that idea, the thought that we are not our circumstances. And if we are not our circumstances, then we in turn are not defined by those circumstances. So in essence, just because something bad happens to you, just because someone says something bad to you, just because someone has labeled you as X, Y, or Z, those things, albeit unfortunate and not nice and not pleasant, even though they may elicit a certain type of emotion on the inside of us, the experiences themselves are not the things that define us. So for someone who has been subjected to a lot of unfortunate circumstances where they have unfortunately been the victim of a lot of different things, and I won't go into detail about what specifically those things are, but just the victim in a lot of unfortunate circumstances that have lent themselves to beginning to wear on the individual and beginning to make them think that whatever is happening to them or happened to them they deserve or whatever has happened to them or is happening to them is actually defining who they are. We have to remember that what we go through is not what makes us who we are. It is how we walk away from that situation or circumstance that defines the person. You know, I don't like to speak about unfortunate things that happen to people, but I really feel like I need to drill down here a bit. So say, for example, a child has been abused and this child grows into thinking that they're not worthy of love in a healthy way, but only worthy of love that comes in an abusive way. And as a result of that being reared that way, they begin to feel like they don't deserve love in any other shape, form, or fashion unless it comes in the form of abuse. And now I'm not saying that that type of extreme example is not one where that individual may not need help in order to overcome this circumstance. But what I am saying is that at some point, there has to be a choice made that their response to what they may have been subjected to has to change. It needs to be different. But that is only something that obviously could come about once the individual makes a conscientious choice that they want to be healed from that and begin to understand that because they went through it, it doesn't mean or define who they are or what they deserve to have in life. So I know that was an extreme circumstance that I just gave, or extreme example rather, But I wanted to use it just quite simply just to point out the idea that just because you have or experience bad things doesn't mean that your takeaway or your walk away or that your application of that in life going forward 
has to reflect that circumstance. We have the right to choose, no matter how dire the situation, we have the right at some point to choose how we want to respond. And so we can either choose to respond in a way that helps us to move past what it is that we've experienced, or we can choose not. We can either choose to reflect by our own actions the negative things that we've experienced, or we can choose to live a different way or to go about it a different way because we don't want to reflect the negative things that we might have experienced. In either case, what is going to define us is not the circumstance, but how we choose to express and move forward from that circumstance with our actions, our thoughts, and our words. The other reason why I think it's so important to remember that we are not defined by what we go through is that in the course of having a negative experience, I don't care what it is, we oftentimes express our sentiment and our feeling through that experience. And if we remember that our words and our actions always give life to our beliefs, then we should also remember that whatever our perception is, that eventually will become our reality. It's almost like whatever you give your energy to and whatever you feed is what will grow and develop. So if you've been told over and over again that you aren't worth anything, that you'll never be anything, and that you'll never live up to anything, and you internalize that and begin to speak things out of your mouth that reflect these negative thoughts and ideas that were fed to you, that perception of yourself, if not at some point checked in any way, shape, form, or fashion, or even capacity, can, and I stress the word can, unfortunately become your reality. It's important for us to remember that our words, what we speak, God has given us authority in our speech and our speaking. And our words give life to things. They produce things. They birth things. When we speak things and we're speaking them in faith, when you're praying and you're praying in faith and you're speaking things, you're birthing things if you believe in the things that you're speaking because your faith is helping to activate these things. So words give life not only to positive things, but they also give life to negative things. And I think sometimes we as believers don't always remember that words spoken from a negative place, if we believe the things that we are saying, also can give life to those things impacting us in the very negative way that we may have spoken them, not realizing that we may have spoken something negative over ourselves. So it's important, not always easy, but important to remember that no matter what we are confronting, no matter what we are going through, that we are not defined by what we may have had to experience or endure, but rather by how we choose to respond to that. And I am not judging someone who may be struggling with healing, who may be struggling with an issue. That is not the point of this message. The point of this message is to encourage the ones that are, if you are, to take stock of the fact that what may have happened to you 
doesn't define you. And if you, with God's help, submit what is going on, whatever the issue is, wherever you are struggling to God in prayer and ask him to help you heal from that, you can, in fact, be healed in such a way that you begin to speak on the thing differently. And again, speaking and believing is what gives life to things. So understanding that we cannot and should not allow what happens to us to define us, that our actions, because we possess the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, our actions and our responses in the sense of words and behavior are such that because we are believers and because the Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of us, we have the ability to exercise self-discipline in how we choose to respond to things that occur. And that understanding the power of words, we know that the extra notion should go toward really working to make sure that when we speak out in response to something that has happened, we are speaking life and not death into the situation that concerns us. We are speaking positivity and not negativity over ourselves in the course of us having a moment of reaction. And more importantly, we also understand that where we choose to give our energy, what we choose to believe in and focus on, whatever that perception is, it can become our reality. And so also by the same token, when we're going through things and dealing with things and experiencing things, we know because we also possess the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, that we also possess the ability to work to control our thought process in response to make sure that we are keeping our thinking in check and not allowing negative thinking to supplant positive thinking, right? So that the perception of negativity about ourselves or about whatever it is that we are going through does not become the actual reality because we continue to dwell on the negative part of the thing. So as I close, I'd like to leave you with this tidbit to chew on. In the midst of what might look like a breaking spirit moment, character is always built and defined. That's it for this episode. God bless you. Keep believing, keep hoping, and most importantly, keep seeking. Thank you for listening to the Ruth Speaks podcast. Join us weekly as we continue to seek after God. If you'd like to fellowship more, please visit our website at www.ruthspeaks.org. Remember, to reverence God is to rest in Him. This program was produced by At The Helm Productions.